0: That's joinMIDI.com.
1: Hey, what's going on, guys? Thanks for tuning in to at the Bit Collars, of course. Now, the NFL season is continuing. It's week eight now. We're basically halfway through the NFL season. So, of course, midweek, that means it's time for me to give you my week eight NFL picks. Now, so far in the season, not that good, to be honest with you. You know, coming into this week, 50, 57 and one, not good, not good at all. Uh, definitely looking to bring that up by the end of the year. Went six and eight last week. A couple of games here or there could have been much better than that. You know, the Dolphins game, which I did pick. I think the line was what seven. They ended up winning by six, so it was just that close for me having a 500 week. But heck, no excuses. I'm just going to move on and look to this week as another opportunity for me to get over 500. I'm just going to take an extraordinary week for me to get over 500 this week, but still within sight to be like 55% you know, winning percentage by the end of the season, but with that, I think we should go ahead and not waste too much time. Let's get started with these picks. Um, of course, make sure you hit the like button, uh, follow, subscribe, share, all that good stuff. Uh, my audio people, leave a review after for sure, and subscribe or follow wherever you're listening to this right now. Greatly appreciate it. But, um... Alright, so, like I said, after a tough week last week, a whole new slate of games to get this figured out. So I'm going to start with the Thursday night game, which is the Ravens and the Buccaneers. And the line has actually been moving a little bit on this one. I think when I looked at it yesterday, it was like point and a half. Now it's down to just one for Baltimore. I'm going with Baltimore here. Now normally, I don't pick against Tom Brady, but the struggles that they're having right now, I don't know if a short week will fix the issues they had just this past Sunday when they could only get three points against the Cardinals. But, I mean, not the Cardinals, the Panthers. Would not be surprised, though, if the Buccaneers do put it together and win this one. I just think this might be, you know, the the last week where the media people will start questioning Brady and the Bucs. I think they – because, we know, Brady, once it hits November, he does turn up another gear. We'll have to see if that happens this season. But for right now, I'm going to say the Ravens right now are just playing – a little bit better, and on a short week, that's what I'm going with. So I'm going with the Ravens, minus one on this one. And oh yeah, you're new to the channel. I do pick against the spread. Let you know. All right, next game, uh, Panthers, Falcons. Falcons coming to this one at minus four and a half. Falcons are three and four. Panthers are two and five. Giving the Falcons minus the four and a half. I like. With, you know, I like them being at home, number one. Panthers, you know, they got that big win last week against the Bucks. They might be feeling themselves a little bit coming into this weekend. But I just think Mariota and the Falcons are playing a little bit better than I expected them to be at this point. So I think if you look at these two teams, you could say they might be evenly matched. You know, I'm going to give the edge to Atlanta for them being at home. They do play better at home, for sure. So... I kind of expect a, I don't know who's going to be their top performer in this one, but maybe it's Pitts. Maybe Pitts has a breakout game this weekend. It's been really slow for him so far this season. He only has, what the one touchdown catch. I could see him getting into the end zone for a second time this week against Carolina. Next game, Jets, Patriots that good old classic AFC's rivalry. Patriots actually come into this one as a point-and-a-half favorite, even though they're on the road to the Jets. Um, the Patriots have a lot of questions coming out of that Monday night game against the Bears. And, you know, this is going to be an opportunity for them to bounce back, get back to 500, and why not do it against the old rival and the Jets? The Jets, we know, have a really good defense. Uh, you got Sauce Gardner out of corner, uh, CJ Mosley, linebacking group. You got Quinn and Williams against the defense along the defensive line. Uh, this Patriots offensive line will definitely be tested there. Uh, we'll have to see in terms of the starting quarterback whether it's Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones. I have a feeling they'll probably go back to Mac Jones in this one. You know, he didn't have the best start against the Bears, but I think he might have had too many jitters, and you know. Was maybe putting too much on himself to try to outperform, you know, what Bailey Zappi had done the previous couple of weeks. So, look for Mac Jones. He does get the start to play better in this one, and I think the Patriots pull this out. Uh, I think the one and a half point spread is is a really good one. That's it's going to be a really close game, but I think the Jets offensively aren't as good as their defense so I think that that's where the Patriots were able to keep it close and then win it late in the end but we know the Jets made that trade after Brees Hall went down hated to see that uh, Jerome Robinson coming over from the Jaguars to the Jets um, we'll have to see you know does he play how much does he play but uh, interested to see this game I'm going to go with the Patriots minus the one and a half maybe it's a homer pick in me but it is what it is alright next game the London game. Broncos, Jaguars, both teams coming to this one 2-5. and five. Both teams have really been disappointing to me. I thought the Jaguars could have you know, been major plays in the ANC South this season. They still might be. It's just that right now it's looking like it's going the other way on them really quickly. Um, I do like that Travis Etienne seems like he's turned his season around. And maybe that can uh, spear... You know, a little streak in them. Win a couple of games here. And then for the Broncos, it looks like Russell Wilson's going to be back behind center. I mean, Brett Rippon wasn't that good last week. And let's see. I mean, there's reports that Nathaniel Hackett's job could be on the line based off of this game in London. Which I can understand because going against the Jaguars team, this is a game that they have to win. That they should win. And... Yeah, I think I'm going with Jacksonville on this one. Maybe that's a personal thing because I think Nathaniel Hackett just hasn't been good. And if this is what leads to him getting out, you Neil, know, I'm not a you know proponent of wanting people to get fired, but it just has not been good in Denver, and they're too good to be two and five. So I'm going with Jacksonville though. So I guess I'm going to drop them to two and six. But uh, it's a game that the Jags definitely need as well. All right, so the next game, we have the 3-4 Bears against the 5-2 Cowboys. Dallas is a a 9.5-point favorite, and yeah, just make sure that the line hasn't moved since I, you know, thought about these, but I'm actually going to go with Chicago plus 9.5 because... I don't know. Maybe I'm a prisoner in the moment, but I liked what I saw from the Bears Monday night. I liked that Justin Fields seemed like he was more decisive in his play. You know, if he dropped back and nothing was there, he just took off. And we know his athleticism is his biggest quality. So I expect to see more of that this game with a defense. You know, you have Demarcus Lawrence, you have Michael Parsons, who would be coming after him. If he can make some plays with his legs, that's a plus for the Bears. Uh, I don't expect them to win the game, but I think they can keep it closer than nine and a half. I could see this being like a touchdown uh, type of game, and we'll have to see with Dak Prescott. Second game back, how does he look? Uh, the Chicago, Chicago defense can make plays. We've seen Brisker and you have Roquan Smith still, so... I don't think it's going to be as easy of a game as maybe some Cowboys fans might think. But give me the Bears plus the 9.5. All right, next we got Dolphins-Lions. Uh, Dolphins come to this one at 4-3, Lions at 1-5. Uh, the line is 3.5 to Miami. And give me Miami minus 3.5, 2 is back. Uh, he looked pretty good last week. I think now with the second week back, he'll get more you know, back into the form he had before. Uh, the Lions, we know, they play tough. Uh, their offense isn't as high potent as it was early in the season. Defensively, they still have their struggles as well. So I think it's another game for two of to, you know, like I said, knock the rest off from the couple of weeks he was off against a team that might not pose that much of a deterrent defensively. So I think this is an easy one. Dolphins, minus the three and a half. I'm going with that. Uh, next game: Vikings, Cardinals. The Cardinals are three and four. Uh, Vikings are five and one. And this is a, a line with a Minnesota minus three, three and a half. And I mean, the Cardinals coming to this one off of that big win last Thursday, and you know the offense put up some uh, points. They got some defensive score. Uh, scoring, I think it was a pick, couple of pick-six, actually, uh, off of Andy Dalton. So I think they're riding high right now. Uh, we know they had the little thing on the sideline between Kyler Murray and Cliff Kingsbury, but I'm sure that's probably over with at this point. And this is going to be another test for them against the Vikings in Minnesota, but I'm going to take the Arizona plus a 3.5 on this one. And like I said, maybe I'm in prison at the moment, and I think... That maybe the Cardinals are ready to turn their season around a little bit here. You know, it goes against what they've been the past few years where they usually start off really hot and then cool off as the season goes on. Maybe this is going to be the opposite where they started off struggling and now maybe they're ready to make a run. But um, it's tough because, you know, I'm a big um, believer in Minnesota this season, Kirk Cousins. So... You know this will this is a tough one, but uh, I just think the Cardinals get this one, get back to 500, and hit, hit, hit a little mini reset button on their early season struggles. All right, the next game: Raiders and the Saints. So this one, Raiders come into this one as a two-point favorite. Uh, Raiders are two and four, I believe they're coming off of their bye last week, I think, and the Saints are two and five. This is another game between teams that have probably hit under expectations based off the offseason. I'm going to go with, and this is a tough one, because the Raiders, it looks like they've got Josh Jacobs back performing, which is big for them. Uh, Devontae Adams is being worked into the office more and more and more each week. Saints, we know, I guess it seems like Andy Dalton's going to be starting again. I haven't heard anything about Jameis Winston, so I guess he's still not ready to come back. I'm gonna take the Raiders minus the two in this one. Uh, I just think as of right now, the Raiders are a little bit better. The Saints' defense will may pose some problems for the Raiders, but I just think, you know, Dalton coming off. A game where he threw, what, three picks, but he also had four touchdowns. A little bit of up-and-down performance from him. So, if he can limit the turnovers, they'll be fine. But I think the Raiders get a turnover or two in this game, which helps them out. So, give me the Raiders minus the two in this game. Um, next game, Steelers-Eagles. This one's, I think, the biggest spread of the weekend. Actually, no, there's one coming up later on a little bit bigger. But this one, Eagles 11-11. They're six and zero, still undefeated, going up against the two and five Steelers. Uh, Steelers, you know they have Kenny Pickett, but there's still questions about whether he should start or Trubisky. Will we see both of them in this game? Who knows? Uh, I think what Claypool might be on the training block, so a lot of turmoil. Well, no, not I won't say turmoil. I don't think it's boiled up to that point yet, but uh, I think there's a lot of questions in Steeler country right now, I'm trying to figure out what. What exactly to make of this season? I mean, I didn't expect them to um, compete for a division title or anything this year. But I don't know if I expected them to be this bad. And the Eagles, I think they just keep rolling. I know the 11 is a big, big spread, and I usually am fearful of that. But I think in terms of this matchup, with it being in Philly, I'll go with the Eagles minus minus 11 on this one. I feel... Pretty good about that. So that's what I'll go with. Uh, Next game, we have the Titans and the Texans. Titans come to this one, minus two. So two-point favorite. They're four and two. Texans are one, four and one. This is a game that the Titans have to have. The Texans are just not a good team right now. Um, But then again, we've seen the Titans in certain situations like this end up blowing it, not coming out as sharp. And the other team sticks around, they hang around, and then they, you know, end up getting them in the end. We've seen that with what, um, uh, what was it? Last year they had a game where they needed it, and I think they blew it late in the year. But um, yeah, I feel like the Texans only really play well against who's their one win against? Was it the Jaguars? Yeah, Jaguars are their only win. That's like the only team they play well against in the division, so I expect that to continue here. I think Derrick Henry could have a big game in this one, so give me the Titans minus the two. All right, next game: Commanders Colts. Commanders coming at three and four. Colts three three and one. If you remember from my last video, Matt Ryan has been benched, so now it's the Sam Ellinger or Ellinger uh, era in Indianapolis. His first game, he's going up against the Commanders team that, you know, you have, I believe, Montez Sweat, a lot of defensive lines got to look out for. The Commanders with uh, Taylor Heineke, it looked like he brought some energy to that team last week when they beat the Packers. You know, they got a good game out of Terry McLaurin. I expect to see more of that in this one, and this one is actually an upset special of mine. I'm going with the Commanders in this one plus three, and I think they win the game outright, so uh, that's definitely a game I'll be paying attention to, and like I said, I like Heineke more than Ellinger right now, only because we don't know about Ellinger, so I expect there to be some struggles early on, and I think the Commanders are riding high after that Packers win, especially with Heineke behind center now, so I think they're ready to play some better football, and I think they get the win here, get back to 500, and get to four and four. Next, maybe a game of the week, uh, Niners-Rams-NFC West battle. Uh, Niners coming to this one, 3-4 off their loss to the Chiefs. Rams 3-3 three three coming off their bye week. And, you know, something I did consider, because the Niners are a point-and-a-half favorite. And you're looking at this one, it's in L.A., and they have the Niners as a favorite. I mean, the location of the two teams is not that far apart. And we've seen with the Rams and the Chargers in L.A., not exactly the best home field advantage, so I expect to see a, a lot of Niners fans down in that game, which I think helps the Niners here. It's going to be the first full week with Christian McCaffrey, you know, in the system, learning the playbook, getting practice in. So I think we'll see more of him in this game. He'll have a better game as well. And I actually like the Niners in this one. To win it, get to 4-4, four and four knock the Rams down to three and four. I think Garoppolo has a better game, but I I really think McCaffrey's going to have his fingerprint on this matchup, and I think they get the big, big win here. So, game of the Niners minus the one and a half. Next game, Giants-Seahawks, the most surprising matchup of the week. Actually, the only matchup between two teams over 500. Yes, you heard that correctly. The Giants and the Seahawks are both over 500 uh, into week eight of the NFL season. Who had that? I know I didn't. I'm sure most of you didn't have that either. So 6-1 uh, Giants, 4-3 Seahawks. Uh, both teams coming off of big wins. The Giants got a win over the Jaguars, where they stopped the Jaguars at the one-yard line as the uh, time expired. And the Seahawks are coming off a big blowout win over the Chargers. So, both teams are really feeling good about themselves. They've had a season that most people didn't see them having. Nobody saw the Giants being 6-1 for sure. And I think most people didn't think the Seahawks would win four games all season. So, they've already you know, blown past my expectations. Now, both teams are fun to watch, I will say. Dayball has turned around that Giants franchise in just his first season. Um, Geno Smith has outperformed how I thought he was, was going to be with the Seahawks. I kind of thought you know, he might just start this season a couple of games and then they'd probably have to turn to Drew Locke because Geno Smith you know, being ineffective but he's been really good. Um, Kenneth Walker for the Seahawks has burst on the scene and you know, has played really well the past couple of weeks. Uh, Seahawks, like I said, are a three-point favorite in this one. And, I mean, this is tough. Because both teams seem to be just finding ways to win when you probably count them out. But I'm going to go with the Seahawks minus the three in this one. Continue there. Uh, good early season play. Get up to five and three. And get the Giants their second loss. Um... I think Kenneth Walker has the potential to have another big game in this one. So, give me the Seahawks minus the three. All right, the last game of Sunday, Sunday Night Football. Packers, Bills. Packers come into this one at three and four. Connor out lost to the Commanders. Bills come into this one at five and one. Uh, they were on their bye last week. I remember that. And Buffalo's an 11.5 point favorite in this one. I'm taking Buffalo. I've talked about, you know, this week after week, the the uh, Packers' struggles are, I think, a little bit more deep-rooted than other teams. It's it's one thing with lack of weapons, I guess, for the Packers, but Rodgers doesn't trust them either. The offensive philosophy is all thrown off because they throw the ball way too much as opposed to the run where they have two guys that you should be able to count on. So I just think against a Bills team, the Packers are going to come into this one looking for a shootout, and they're not equipped to it, especially in Buffalo. So I think Buffalo rolls in this one. Once again, 11.5 point spread, usually stay away from that, but I think this one's warranted, and I think the Bills win this one by at least two touchdowns. So giving the Bills minus the 11.5. Last game on the schedule, Monday Night Football, Battle of Ohio. We got the Bengals and the Browns. Uh, Bengals comes to us on a 4-3, Browns 2-5. Uh, Bengals are a 3 9 point favorite. Uh, the Browns have let a lot of wins slip through their fingers this uh, so far into the season. You know, based off their play, they shouldn't be 2-5, but they are. And that's kind of been a big issue with them. You know, Brissett. Obviously wasn't the starting quarterback coming into this year. At least that wasn't their plan. They wanted Deshaun Watson. But he's still a few weeks away. And I think at this point, was he, like five weeks away? Week 13, I believe, is his first chance to uh, play because they have their bye week 12. But um, I think their woes continue in this one. You know, Nick Chubb's the lone bright spot for the Browns right now. Uh, I guess you could say Miles Garrett defensively. But the Bengals, I'm telling you, look out for the Bengals in the second half of the season. Their offense looks like it's clicking. I know they did it against the Falcons, and the Falcons have been below average defensively. But I really like what I saw. We saw some deep balls to Jamar Chase. We saw Higgins and Boyd involved. Uh, Mixon was a little bit involved. I'd like to see him get a little bit more involved. But Burrow looks like he's ready to go, ready to uh, light the AFC on fire. So I expect to see the offense clicking again in this game. And game of the Bengals, minus the 3.5, I feel very confident about that one. Uh, Your bye week teams, for you fantasy football owners and, I guess, fans of these two teams. Chiefs and the Chargers, only two teams on the bye week this week. So, like I said, if you have fantasy football teams... That means you got to find another quarterback to replace. Mahomes, Herbert. Uh, if you have Eckler at running back, got to find somebody else. And like Smith-Schuster, like I have, had to bench him. But, yeah, should be another good week of games. Um, I was going to say a bold prediction, but I guess my bold prediction was the Commanders upset. I don't know. Is that really bold? Who knows? But um, but yeah, look at the schedule. A lot of interesting games, um, and I think you'll have a lot of fun. I expect to have fun watching a game on the TV, having Red Zone on my iPad, and just chilling. So yeah. So let me know. Let me know down in the comments if you have a bold prediction. You know, let me know there. Or if you have a, a pick you want to drop in the comment, let me know that as well. But um, thanks again for tuning in. Hopefully, you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you know what to do: like, subscribe, share, follow, leave a review, all that. You you know what to do. It'll really help me out a little bit. Oh, a little bit. It'll help me out a lot, to be honest with you. But, um, oh yeah, before I get out of here, let you know that Tuesday and Thursday nights, 7 p.m., catch me live on Facebook or YouTube on Sports Empire Network. I do shows on there, like I said, Tuesday and Thursday nights. Uh, You may also see me maybe do a play by play live stream on there at some point. Just a little tease there. So, if you wanna, you know, get involved over there, uh, head over there, like and subscribe. I um, mean, follow and subscribe whether you're on Facebook or YouTube, and that way you'll be alerted when I do make my appearances. And really would love your support over there. Really good shows over there, and I mean, there's great shows all over that network besides the ones I'm on. But you know, I'm just letting you know. And then, where else can you find me? Fridays. At 8 o'clock, you catch me on JJL Sports Talk Show, YouTube and Facebook. Uh, Also, also my audio people. You'll find them all over your platforms as well. Uh, Usually a little bit after the live show is over. So, uh, definitely go over there, support myself and also my boy Jordan, who I do the show with, and uh, Khalil, who's a new addition to the show. Check us out. Really great sports talk over there as well. We kind of just back and just, you know, talk about whatever's going on, so you can check me out those two places, and as well as on here, so yeah, make sure you follow me all over those places, so now, I'll say, appreciate you tuning in, Um, have a great day, be safe out there, God bless, and I'll catch you next episode, all right, I'm out, have a good one.